live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com, and I am joined again, I am joined once again by my very good friend, Mr. Mitchell Santaga. Mitchell, how are you? Oh, he's muted. Oh, no. What happened? Oh. There it is. It was done on my end. Go. I gotcha. We're Quick good. Fix. We're good. Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. You know, it's uh, it's starting to feel a little bit like Canada down here. It's getting really cold. Yeah, we had a little cold spell here, but uh, it's actually starting to warm up. It's uh, we we had snow yesterday, but it only stuck around for about ten hours. Yeah, we uh, I I heard we're getting a a pretty bad wind chill this weekend. It's gonna be uh. It's going to be aggressive. It's going to be negative double digits. Um, wow. Up here in New England, apparently. I don't know. I'd have to ask Nicole again. She told me. But so getting uh, getting prepared for that. Um, it's been a busy week. It's uh, awards went out this week. More of the awards yep. went out this week. So today we uh, we announced our person of the year, as well as our accessory of the year. Um, quick shout yeah, out sure. to Hector Alfonso from Espinosa Cigars. Um, what's up, David, Bruce, Xavier, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for being here tonight. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Just a, uh, just a huge shout out to him. Congratulations to everything that he and the Espinosa team have done, but more importantly, uh, to him personally, he, he was the winner of the person of the year as well as uh, a shout out to new air, uh, their 1500 count electric cool and humidor, uh, all in one unit. It's fantastic. We'll be putting a review up on that on the website pretty soon. That is our 2022 accessory of the year. Um, you know, there was there was a handful of things. It was it was pretty close, but ultimately that had the most complete package that you know really impressed us. Um, so just a, a huge shout out from the awards. Uh, that last person week- of the year award was probably one of the harder ones. We were going back and forth a lot trying to figure out where we want to go with that, and it was you know it there was there was a lot of options. Um, you know, I we don't have like a huge team to be doing like massive votes or anything it's more just a conversation that we have and um you know i'd say at the end of it it probably you know with no secret obviously with uh hector coming out with it you know it it was really between the end hector and and eric right like who do we choose obviously espinosa was in there but who do we choose right yeah uh and and it's it's uh yeah it's, it's a tough decision man you know, it, it, it's interesting because the whole team gets recognition. Yeah, and it does. But you know, even outside of them, you know, there was some other options mentioned. You know, Oliver Nouveau was mentioned with his work with, of course, with United. But you know, United ended up getting Company of the Year, which kind of really, yep. you know, encapsulated everything that Oliver has done too. So, um, you know, even Pete getting what number would we give number four? You know, pretty much anyone on that top ten list. Pete was number three. Stuff. Yeah, Pete three. Johnson. There you go, number three. Pete so. Johnson was was in the running as well. I mean, I. You know, we had it was a tough decision. And it was funny because a lot of the names that we've mentioned are also um, are also names that the Coop team uh, was also kind of going back because I was talking to Coop about it and he was like, you know, those are some names that we all went back and forth too. And I'm like, so yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty good read if 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 everyone's kind of has the same you know similar names. Um, so, you know, again, congratulations to him. I don't know if we announced our other award winners on the show yet. Did we, did we, well, cause we've been trying to stay away from end of the year stuff on spare notes, but on our show, it's fair game. So yeah, our, our entire, uh, kind of awards list. I don't know if we've mentioned it. 
So La Flor Dominicana got um, our award for best innovation. Uh, Steve Saka was the recipient of our best show guest. He was the highest viewed uh, guest across all platforms and all interviews, which includes both our TPE and PC. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, our TPE and PCA show interviews. He was the highest rated across the board. Um, you know, also you know, he was one of the biggest demanded only, ones. I mean, everyone he was only slightly him. ahead of my debut show. You know, I'm just going to say that uh, almost at. <laughs> you know what, Mitchell? You can flex that. I mean, that's, you know, it's all in the Mind numbers. You, it, was, it was the top 25 cigar list show, which is uh, usually one of the more popular ones. But hey, you know, I'm just saying it could have been me, you know, the debut show, or it could have been the list. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to burst your bubble, but I feel like more people came for the list for, versus either mm-hmm. you or me. So let's, uh, I would, let's, let's I would just have both to be agree. real. <laughs> I would have to agree. Uh, as I mentioned before, uh, United Cigar is our company of the year for 2022. Uh, I don't want to get too into those because we have we have a pair of guests that we're going to bring on in just a second. So, uh, but I just wanted to highlight those since the the, the last of the awards are rolling out. Uh, our Factory of the Year award will probably will probably be out tomorrow. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to wait till it gets officially posted. So uh, we do have our Factory of the Year, which will be announced tomorrow, and um, I think. I think that's it. Or was there one that I'm missing? I think that's our last award. I have to double check. Um, I think that's our last award, though. So uh, the awards season will come to a close. And uh, we'll get more in-depth with it either on the next Spare Notes or the one after. I can't remember which one we all agreed on. So um, just stay tuned for that. And one of the next Spare Notes shows, we'll, we'll go into not only all of our stuff, Coop stuff, but everyone else's stuff. We'll talk about the consensus and everything too. So just uh, just stay tuned for all that. We'll the do a lists, whole... all the awards. That's gonna be another long show. So just get ready for that one. That'll be, probably be a three-hour show. Um, Lots of disagreements with what we think was <laughs> right or wrong on people's parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially from old man Coop. You know, he's always got something to say, which is fine because <laughs> that's what that's what makes it awesome. So. Um, but without further ado, I do want to bring our guests on the show. I don't want to keep them waiting too much longer. Um, this is an amazing couple that I've had the opportunity to get to meet and interview over the last uh, couple of years at the trade shows and maybe a couple of other events as well. Uh, they have a really awesome company. Uh, it's Hiram Solomon's Hiram and Solomon Cigars. You may have heard of them. Maybe you haven't. If you haven't, maybe you learn a little more about them tonight and some of the great cigars that they make. And without further ado, I'm going to bring on Fouad and Romy. From Hiram and Solomon, and there they are. Hi, hey guys. Hello. How are you? We're doing fine. Doing great. Doing great. Um, so nice to be on your show. And uh, thank you, Matt and Mitchell, for having us. But mainly, Matt, you just said we met at trade shows. It's so good to see us growing with you guys. So it's kind of a mutual kind of uh, pleasure. Yeah. No, it, it's awesome. I know that we've talked about it. Um, about getting you guys on the show, but you know, as 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 controlling and running the show is, it's you know, it's there's a lot of people, there's a lot of scheduling stuff, and you know, we've we've gone back and forth a little bit, but I, this year I said I need to make this happen because I've been wanting them on. The, I wanted you guys on the show last year, and for some reason we just did not make that work scheduling wise. So I I made it a priority to make sure that I got you guys on right away this year because um, it's always a pleasure to see you guys, and you guys always have something. Uh, new at the shows and you have um, interesting stuff that you do that usually revolves around the cigars that you make too 
Um, so I just figured it was very fitting to have you guys on tonight. Um, but before we get too in deep, what are you guys uh, smoking with us tonight? I'm smoking the Revival. We released it with uh, two different other cigars also. The other one is the Lampress, which is for Adi smoking now. And we released also the Chabal last year at the PCA, so this summer indeed. And this is part of our uh, charity, let's say, kind of uh, venture, because uh, we have a North Carolina and Georgia grand lodges or grandmother of North Carolina commissioning us to make a special cigar for them in order to collect some funds and some uh, uh, donation. So we're going to talk more probably about around this subject yeah. later on. I'm smoking the revival part. Is smoking Sublime, Sublime Prince. Prince. I think Mitch, you're smoking the Sublime Prince, right? Or, uh, no, he's smoking no, Matt. The I'm smoking the Sublime Prince. I have a revival on backup in case I get to it. Um, and Mitchell, what are you smoking? Uh, again, as everyone knows, I'm up in Canada. Um, Hiram and Solomon don't have distribution here yet, but uh, they will be soon. And uh, we're really excited to get their cigars up into the great white north. But I decided to go with uh, another cigar that the same people distribute uh, and... Uh, Another nice boutique cigar, the Dapper Siempre Sungrown. Um, this is this is smoking very nicely, but I'm very excited to try some of that here in Salman stuff as soon as it lands here. Hopefully, very soon. Hopefully, very soon. Actually, we we are almost in Canada. Let's say it's just a matter of time for the product to be in Canada. But we do have a distributor, as you know, the Canadian Crafts Barry and Kent are our distributors in Canada. So let's say we're almost there. We're halfway there. We're almost waiting for the yeah. product to be ready for the Canadian specs in terms of bands and, and presentation, of course. We got a lot of rules over here, unfortunately, and right now we're yeah, I, I was happy to hear that the PCA is going to be involved in Canada also uh, yep. to help guys in the fight. And uh, whomever is listening, uh, it's your job to fight your local government uh, because each each uh, each voice counts. And if you say somebody else is doing it, I don't need to do that. You're wrong. You need to make your voice heard at your local uh, municipalities, your local congressman, local government. You need to send them letters, you need to send them emails, you need to make it heard that we have a voice and we have the freedom to smoke whatever we're, we're adult and we have the freedom to, to do it. So we need to fight back, not just sit down and accept what they're throwing at us. Every little exactly. Helps, you know? Yeah, little so, cigaraction.org, everybody. Get to cigaraction.org and it's really easy. Yeah. Just a couple of, it takes five minutes to sign up and and they write everything for you in a couple of clicks and your your name and and uh, your voice is being heard into into Parliament, whether you're in Canada or the United States. So absolutely. Very well said from from all of you guys. Thank you for that. Um, it, we always like to you know remind everyone about the PCA, the CRA, the CAA and all those things. But, you know, uh, it, it is it is your job. You know, you got to fight, fight for your uh, your cigar rights with your local with your local government, your state government. Uh, even the federal government, too. So, um, you know, Mitchell is a crown jewel example of what cigars could be like for you. Uh, 
if you snooze on this. Uh, and, you know, we, he's talked about it on this show and the other show so many times. Um, you know, you could have plain packaging and you could have, you know, taxes that raise your prices, you know, two or three hundred percent. So it's uh, it's scary. It's very scary stuff. Mitchell lives it. So if you don't want that here in the United States, you need to wake up and pay attention because it is a real threat. Um, I just wanted to point out our cigars tonight are once again brought to you by none other than the number two guys cigars.com. Head over to the number two guys cigars.com today for one of the biggest and widest selections of premium cigars and accessories in the cigar industry. And that you, you can find that at the number two guys cigars.com. And as always, we are cutting and lighting our cigars with Cigar Blondie accessories. And I have them right here. I have my cigars already cut and lit, unfortunately. I already started smoking, but I cut it with the amazing Cigar Blondie double guillotine cutter and lit it with the amazing sleek flat blade flame lighter only from cigarblondie.com. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, last year, you know, we touched on this a little bit with the intro, uh, the Sublime Prince, the Revival. Those are two new cigars that you guys had last year. Um, but a little backstory on you guys first before we actually get to that. Um, your brand is mostly themed around uh, the Freemason uh, society or, or group or however you would call that, um, because I know I know you guys are are members of that. Or Fouad, you're you're a grand you're a grandmaster in the Masons, correct? Just a master. Just a master. Okay. Yeah. No. Now, so so how long ago did you start the the brand, and how long have you been involved with the Masons? I've been involved with the Masons over 27 years right now uh, as a member of the craft. Uh, and uh, in 2003, I became master of my lodge and got involved in multiple other projects with the Grand Lodge and stuff like that. But as far as the cigars goes, uh, January 4th of this year, we celebrated our eighth uh, uh, anniversary. So we've been in existence for eight years right now. Wow. A couple of years prior to that, uh, with some work and uh, research and stuff like this. So, as a total, as a whole, it's about ten years uh, in the making. So we're still a baby. We're still uh, uh, crawling, uh, and hopefully soon we'll be up and running. Yeah, I mean, you guys nice. have you guys have done an amazing job in your. I don't want to call it short, you know, because it's, I mean, it's, you know, you talk about almost a decade. I mean, that's a significant amount of time. But, you know, compared to a lot of most manufacturers have been around for several decades, right? Um, that That's still, you guys have accomplished a lot and you've had a good amount of recognition in that time. And you've also been able to um, use your brand to give back to a lot of other organizations and groups, which I know is, is a big thing that you guys do at here in Solomon is uh, a lot of charity stuff. A lot of different charities too. It's not all usually one charity, from from what I remember. Um, I know. So we we talked about last year. The Sublime Prince came out, and the Revival came out. Um, tell us a little bit more about how you've been able to use your brand to um, to give back to charities and communities um, through the the amazing you know love of the leaf, so to speak. Yeah, go ahead. Start, and I will finish. Well, it all started with uh, the Three Degrees, which was the Emperor Francis fellow craft and master mason. For the brothers, they will understand that this is the Three Degrees. In order to become a mason, you have to go through all three of them until you are a fully fledged mason, which is uh, 
also goes in category. And right after that, we created the Shriners, which was also dedicated to to, to, to become uh, mainly focused on the Shriners uh, donations, which we do humbly or in a modest way, hospitals. hospitals and uh, of course all their functions. We are pretty much, I mean, participating in as much as we can. Right after that, it was a traveling man again uh, for dyslexic center for for different uh, charities we participated in. After that, it all started also growing in, into different lodges and grandmasters who we we had the idea to create a certain cigar for that state in particular, where part part of the proceeds will go to their specific charity. It started here in New Jersey with the before the unity also, but it wasn't yet called the anniversary. It was the anniversary in London. The first real uh, outside Haram Solomon that was dedicated to a certain charity in particular was the, yeah the coast guard also yeah Fuad is here helping me with all the different uh charities we're involved with but then like i said this year oops i just dropped my ash i just lost it so now this the past three years were growing into finding i mean they were finding us too so we donated to different grand lodges it was new jersey for three different years and North Carolina, of course, Georgia, in part, uh, recently Georgia, and many other grand lodges are also reaching out. And that way we are now creating special cigars for different states. I mean, uh, it's not it's not a secret, if I'm going to say. At the beginning, uh, uh, the Brotherhood, the Masons, uh, were a little bit uh, conservative about whether to uh, support such a such a project yeah but i was going to ask as, how they felt about it yes they we start seeing more acceptance more acceptance to a point where now uh most of the grand lodges uh, getting in touch with us uh hearing what we're doing we're hearing what our uh, our cigar our company is about all about uh which we started uh, again as a charit charitable organization uh small charitable organization that uh, specific to small lodge in South Jersey, and from there uh, we grew into uh, almost over 700 lodge, uh, lounges right now, and over 30 countries. Uh, of course, the Brotherhood helped in spreading the word, uh, but that goes only so far if we did not have enough uh, a good product to for them to support. The support eventually will stop. So uh, most of our charity is not just a Masonic charity. We go out from the Coast Guard. Uh, to uh, the Slaxic centers, uh, uh, Shriner hospitals, lo local municipalities, local schools, uh, uh, and, and many other charities. Some and small personal charities that people have, absolutely. like a deceased person, when they want to do certain, uh, uh, how do you call it, collect some money for the school scholarship, for uh, somebody, uh, I don't know, passed away and the family is uh, going through something. As small or as big as the donation, it's still something we take it to heart. But, but definitely our biggest accomplishment is the Cigar for Warriors, which we proudly say that we were the first company that we teamed up with the Cigar for Warriors to have a cigar specifically made for them called Live to Serve. 
and 100% of those proceeds of those cigars, 100%, I will stick away by that, 100% of the proceeds of those cigars went to charity for the Cigar for Warriors. Every cigar sold, uh, we was the, uh, the, the money was donated back the proceeds back to the Cigar for Warriors. And uh, what we made us more proud that since we started this program, six other different cigar companies, much bigger than us, followed the suit. So we, as we say, we, we put the seeds there and we were seeing it now grow uh, with the Cigar for, the cigar for Warriors because uh, these warriors, these soldiers that are serving overseas, they deserve every attention that we can give them and every respect. So as, uh, as, tell them what is, uh, I mean, I'm sure probably 90% of viewers here or listeners can do know about the Cigar for Warriors Association, at least let, let, let us just say a little bit more about them for those who are not aware. Absolutely, so go Cigar ahead. Yeah, please go ahead. Uh, Cigar for Warriors are uh, uh, an organization, a group of volunteer veterans. that Hardworking. Very hardworking, actually. They put uh, more than uh, full time in, the, in, in this organization that collect cigars from different uh, uh, cigar lounges and uh, ship them to, to the soldiers serving overseas. So on top, of, uh, on top of their work, they do donate their money also to ship uh, uh, and uh, they do an amazing job. Over a million cigars as of, uh, I think, uh, the end of last year, over a million cigars were shipped overseas because of these guys, from Storm to the rest of the whole the, the, the team. I really salute these guys and salute every soldier that is sitting there waiting for, for a package like this to arrive and for them to light the cigar. We take the pride to be part of that that work that uh, devotion they have and we are as devoted just probably their their devotion was so contagious so real so genuine so we really take that to uh, as a big thing i mean it's a pride it's, it's our pride also to be part of the warriors association and, and serving whatever we can as as little as we are still doing a big job for us it's a big yeah, I remember that cigar. That cigar is made, if I remember correctly, that's at PDR in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Yes. Which you and guys... You, PDR now. Uh, say, say that again, Romy. All our cigars now are made at PDR, are made in Dominican Republic at the PDR factory. All of them. Okay. Yeah, I, I was just going to ask you that question. Um, yeah, and that's a great factory. You know, you know, Abe does a great job down there, and they've made some great cigars. They made some great cigars for themselves and for other people. Uh, so uh, a good shout out to to the folks over there. Uh, I know you guys have worked with them, you know, a lot. And I remember last year at TPE, you guys had, um, you know, speaking of Cigars for Warriors, you guys had done a check presentation. And I can't remember, what was that? What was the amount you guys, um, it was like, I think it was the first donation. 10,000. 10,000. 10, wow. So the first batch of cigars we created, I mean, for the first batch we received, we sold Hundred percent of those cigars and one hundred percent of the proceeds again went to the Cigar for Warriors. And how much money have you raised since then, like in total? Well, we, we should be donating another, another similar che check uh, very soon to them also. Oh wow, that's awesome! That's really it. That's really awesome. Um, yes. I know that they definitely need every dollar on top, in the help. On top of the cigars that we sent to them, on top of it, as cigars and boxes and stuff like this that we donate either directly to them or to lounges to collect money and give it back to them also. 
So if, uh, if the, the number is much bigger than uh, those two checks, uh, so... Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys, um, uh, when we met with you guys last year, like I said, we, we saw the Sublime Prince, we saw the Revival. Um, I, we had talked a little bit before the show, but I'll kind of reiterate for the audience and the listenership at home. Uh, you guys won't be at TPE this year, correct? Right. Yeah, we're going to be in Dominican for the, for the festival and the Prosigar festival. And, of course, because we have uh, different appointments with uh, distributors from around the world. And, of course, with PDR to create even better and more cigars uh, in the pipeline. Uh, the, David has a remark over there. I swear there is no industry as giving, as loving as the cigar industry. You're absolutely right, David. You're absolutely right. He's right. He, he is right. And, you know, um, David's a great guy. He, he, he knows that very well. Um, he, he's been involved with Cigar Family Charitable Foundation, which is one that we at Smoking Tobacco are extremely involved with. As many people know, we, we just announced this week we will be running our third annual Cigar Family Charitable Foundation raffle. And you can read more about that at SmokingTobacco.com. Um, I don't want to get into that right now. Maybe we'll at the end of the show. But um, also, you guys have been a part of that, too. You guys have, in the last couple of years, you guys have donated stuff towards the raffle to go towards that foundation as well. So I just want to say on behalf of, of that organization, thank you very much because, uh, you know, every little bit counts. And everyone at Hiram and Solomon was involved in that as well. So thank you very much. Uh, and it's it, it's great to be it's great to be in the presence of other people who who understand the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, making great cigars is is making great cigars, and that's always fun, and that's that's why we all smoke them in the first place. But it's a lot of times, you know. And, and Mitchell, I know you can probably speak to this too. I mean, you know, the other half of it, like David was saying, I mean, this industry is very unique, and it's a very generous industry. It's an industry that's very tight knit very close they were always willing to help other people and um you know certainly I mean, you guys aren't the only ones but certainly you guys do stand alone with the amount of stuff that you actually do uh which i think is really special for you and your brand um to be kind of known for how much you guys give back to other people and i think that's something to be proud of thank you so much well, that's thank how you. it all started also it started basically for a certain charity or for a scholarship that's how the whole brand started the idea was not to create a cigar company. The idea was to, to do to collect, money, to collect for money for a scholarship. Right. And actually, it, nice. it turned um, into a nice path. It took a beautiful path, and uh, here we are. And again, we take a big pride in that and trying to be even bigger in our charitable uh, vocation. Yeah, many companies can create great cigars. Many uh, There is a lot of beautiful cigars in the market, but having a good cigar with a good cause and a story behind it and a history behind it, it's something hard to combine all together, all, 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 the whole three together. So we're proud that we accomplished some of it. Uh, we still have a lot of work to do uh, in the upcoming years, and uh, hopefully we'll be up to the challenge. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, for, for, the, for those who might not know, you know, kind of going a little bit back towards your backstory as a brand and, you know, kind of who you are, the name Hiram and Solomon, wh where, where where does that come from? What's the significance? How does that relate to the brand and, you know, all that? Wow. <laughs> uh, being a Masonically themed cigars, we, we, uh, we had a little hard time uh, trying to find a name for the cigars. And uh, until we settled on the Hiram and Solomon, 
uh, Hiram and Solomon are two grandmasters that we, le the legend grandmasters that we call them. Solomon being King, King Solomon from the Old Testament and Hiram being, uh, there's two Hirams actually, one King of Tyre uh, in the Old City uh, during uh, King Solomon, which we're talking probably about 6,000 years ago, the Phoenician times. And uh, then Hiram, the, what they call it, the widow's son, which was the architect. Uh, the story said that uh, King Solomon asked Hiram, king of Tyre, to help him build the temple of, uh, the, the, the temple of uh, Solomon's temple in Jerusalem. And uh, which Hiram responded by sending all the men and all the material, since he was a very rich man. And uh, at, at the same time, he sent him a man called Hiram, uh, who was a chief, the chief architect. Uh, so, and there, there's a story behind it that uh, Hiram, the architect, gets killed uh, uh, not for not divulging the secret without the three being together. Uh, uh, so we take that story and we build it into our uh, history of the Masons uh, as far as uh, integrity and, and honesty and stuff like this. So, and, and loyalty, definitely. So the three, uh, what we call in, in our fraternity, the three, the first three grandmaster, King Solomon, Hiram, uh, King of Tyre, and Hiram, the widow's son. So we took the Hiram and Solomon's name uh, and named that cigar. The legendary uh, the, figure. The, the, the company, the legendary figure of the Masons. Wow. Cool. That is really cool. A lot of history there. I like how, you know, there's, there's a good story behind it. It's, it's meaningful. It's impactful. And uh, obviously, you know, with everything that you guys do with the Masons, I mean, that's, uh, that's really cool. I just, I like that. I like, I like when there's a good story behind it, you know? Um, I mean, yeah. a lot of, a lot of the brands, you know, not that it's a bad thing. A lot of the, it's, it's a great thing, honestly, but a lot of the brands out there, they're, they're family names and it's, you know, it's, a, the, it's the name of the family, you know, Arturo Fuente, Patron, well, Patron which is great. As well. So that's, that's the least they can do to keep the name of family. Like you mentioned now, Fuente. What's better than Fuente itself? It's just Fuente. You don't need more than that. Right. You need that <laughs> legendary family. And bless them also with all the charities they do. They are involved also. And they make great cigars. That just, if I have to say, a little uh, acknowledgement or appreciation for the job they do. Yeah, no. And it, so it's, you know, those ones are pretty self-explanatory. But when you have some of these other ones that, you know, are not name-based or family name-based, um, I, I, it's always interesting to hear the story behind it. We had uh, apostate cigars came on and, and, and uh, they told their story about their background. Um, you know, you got, I mean, Tatuaje with Pete Johnson's pretty self-explanatory for those who know who Pete is. Um, but, you know, stuff like that. It's just, it's it's nice to get the backstory, the history of the brand to um, the significance of the names. There's some really interesting brands out there with the names. So, um, you know, again, I know there's a lot of people that may have not have heard of your brand. So they kind of be like, oh, like I've heard of that, but like, what does that mean? Or who are they? So this is, this is a, a great way for everyone to kind of learn a little bit more about you guys, who you guys are, you know, what the, what the theme is really around what you do, um, which is great. Uh, I know we talked a little bit before about, um, the trade show. You guys won't be going to TPE, but you, you guys will be attending PCA later this year. Uh, I know you mentioned that before. Is there anything, yeah, is there any new projects that we'll see at PCA or is it kind of uh, just business as usual and kind of been uh, uh, building, no, building no, on I, <laughs> what you guys already have? Well, actually, we are in the middle of a transition uh, between moving all the production from Nicaragua to 
Dominican Republic, and which we took the opportunity since since we moved everything to rebrand everything from the bands to the boxes uh, and uh, oh, and wow. improve on the cigars that we have. So uh, soon, uh, soon enough, we're gonna reintroduce those uh, the, the new the new bands, the new boxes, the new cigars, and and the new and, and, and definitely is gonna be new cigars coming up. Uh, PCA will definitely have. Uh, something very special uh, hopefully by that time will be ready it is sitting and aging at this moment and will be ready for pca to be to be rolled and may i say mind you here that uh, our participation uh, in, i mean in pca or other trade shows it's never for business really business as usual because uh, uh, that's that's quite you know a lot of money that you, you pay there just to be there but the idea is the rights to fight for, and that's the reason we support PCA. Nothing against other trade shows at all. We're not going to TPE for one reason because we're going to be in, in the Dominican. But PCA or the other shows, our trade shows, we are there to support the cause as much as they're fighting for us. So, so it's a kind of a, a reciprocating for their for the hard work they are behind that that whole trade show. So it's not just the business, it's our presence there is to make a statement that we support them and we support the cigar industry. All of, of all of the brands, all the brands in the market are there also fighting a certain cause and all of us were fighting for some reason. I don't want to turn it into political discussion here, but it is fight for our rights, fight, fight for freedom of choice. Absolutely. I fully sure. agree. And I'm sure, Mitchell, you would agree as well. <laughs> of course. Um, we have Jennifer, Jennifer Nicole on, uh, also. Hi, Jennifer. She's our uh, national we're proud, brand. We're proud to say she's our national brand ambassador and a hardworking lady, very knowledgeable in the cigar industry. And when we say Jennifer is going to be there, she's our superstar. And we're very, very proud to have her in the family. And I was actually going to say. I was gonna say, yeah, she is here uh, as well as Rod is with us too. I know he works with you. Rod but yeah, also, yeah, yeah. Rod Jen is, is probably that brother you wish you had in your life, uh, any time of your life. So, Rod, we salute you for for the genuine hard work you put behind, and he is he's the person who has zero ego and a lot of genuine, uh, uh, what do you say, like. Uh, uh, yeah, everything everything good I can say about the beautiful people here and mentioning that you just mentioned what we were mentioning. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I noticed that Jennifer was watching. She's I've watched her from a distance, um, you know, through social media, and she really has. She's become you know, the face of the brand, and, um, you know, she's out there, and she's doing events, and she travels around, and she's uh, – we've seen her at the trade shows and whatnot. And, yeah, she, she seems like she's doing a fantastic job. So, you know, congratulations to her too uh, with everything that she's done. And a uh, real winner for you guys, uh, I must say. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you mentioned kind of transitioning all of your production from Nicaragua to the Dominican um, – Obviously, I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure who you were with before Nicaragua. Was it Placencia? Yes. So, um, I, assuming they were, you were using a lot of their tobacco. Are you planning to still use all the same tobaccos, have very similar blends, or are you going to be kind of revamping everything from the ground up, like you mentioned, bands, boxes? Are blends going to change a little bit, or are they planning to be as close 
as possible. I know it can never be the same. You know, it's like a kitchen that moves. It's the same recipe, but it's in a new place. Um, what's what's the plan on on that? Well, the, the revamping mostly is co cosmetic, uh, the band and the boxes. Uh, the blends will, in, in general, will stay the same unless we are forced to change some of it or if we're sure we can make it much better. There are some tobacco that may, we may not be able to get because they were in Nicaragua. They were not available, maybe in Dominican. But we will definitely any any switch that's going to be it's going to be as equal or the same. Now let's not forget the same thing with the same with the wine, same with the cigars and everything. Even if you're doing a cigar in the same company year after yeah. year, your cigar can be a little different because every year the crop is different than this, the year after or the year after. Same like the wine when the with the grape and everything. So we try to match as close as possible. And if there is any any way or any chance that we can improve on that cigar, it will be done. But the nice. source of the virus are almost, if I might say 100%, maybe I'm wrong, but will be like 98% of the blend will be similar to the one we Absolutely. had previously. Yeah, to, to go into that more, uh, I've just noticed uh, that you guys really, in, in almost half of your, if not more than half of your core line, you like to use a, a tobacco in your in your filler that is not super common, and it's Omotepe. Um, Omotepe is a very strong tobacco and, and has a very characteristic flavor. Again, is it was it your choice to kind of go with that, or whoever you're blending with, was it them that kind of like pointed you in the direction? Um, what kind of, again, I don't know if, if you want to get into the nitty gritty of that, but I always find that very interesting when uh, you know, some people will dabble in it, but you guys have really gone full force into Omotepe in your in your fillers for sure. No, it's actually it is it is what fitted our profile at that time. Uh, we are not uh, tobacco expert, as to say, so I would have not known the difference between Omotepe or Jalapa or anything stuff like this. It's the profile that we care about. And definitely, uh, with the suggestion of the master blender in the specific cigar, uh, specific factory. cigar factory, that to include these uh, either Ometepe or uh, some, so most of our cigars have some Paraguayan even, which is very, mm. very rarely used also. Uh, so we use that also. Uh, so it fitted the profile. Whatever it fits to the profile, that's what we use. Uh, because every cigar that we name, uh, we create has a specific name, has a specific story behind it, specifically named for that. Uh, so like the Master Mason, it is a Maduro for a reason. The Enter Apprentice is Connecticut for a reason. Each one of our cigar, when we choose the name, we choose the strengths of the cigar, the flavor of the cigar according to the name of it and the purpose of that cigar. So whatever tobacco that fits that profile that's what we will use. It's a big teamwork. Uh, like a brainstorming goes way before the blends are there. So we we sit with the blenders, with the master blender, and with some of sometimes. I mean, at the PDR factory, uh, Abe being our mentor, or like I said, like somebody who likes to guide. He never puts his his own. Uh, formula let's uh, let's put it that way but we we create the profile and then literally we sit for hours and hours trust me each blend can can go up to 30 different smoke and different aging <laughs> processes and 
we smoke and we decide and we, we, we shuffle. Sure. It's a, it's an amazing, passionate uh, kind of. It's a beautiful process. Yeah. Uh, it's a very yeah, that's, beautiful. That's process. awesome. It sounds. It sounds like you know each brand you're putting a lot of effort into making the cigar that represents that name, especially because each of those names have some sort of Masonic. Um, you know, heritage to it, and you want to do justice to every single one of those by creating something genuine and uh, build from the ground up, not just something like, "Hey, we've got something in the factory. I think it might work." It's it's you're sitting down and and trying everything and making sure that it te- the cigar tells the story that represents the name. Especially now, we're at the stage where people are really challenging us, expecting even different, completely different uh, different experiences. You can you have lots of good cigars out there and to each his own a favorite cigar or favorite kind of uh, body or strength and, and we try as much as we can to please all, all the crowd and, and to, to love it ourselves before anybody else it just we know what people are expecting from us but then again we share that way before it's in the market the cigars go through so many different smoking processes from us to different people we send it to, out there to people we know that they're just going to give us their straight opinion without being uh, biased or anything like oh wait we love the cigar no no we want the critics over there that's the only way we can improve and we can you know climb the ladder and go higher and higher and we don't want any sure. mediocre cigar and as as you know i mean the factories we work with do not produce any mediocre cigar but it's again something we want to Please, our our friends, our family of smokers, and why another person will go, and even the Masons, if you're giving them a cigar that's not going to please them, maybe they're going to like it and they're going to try to support you once and twice and twice, but at the end, this is something with you and yourself. So if you're going to buy it from a certain store, the target is to, to create something where the client or the, the smoker will be there and choose Harman Solomon for the specific that's what we aim for. Awesome. Uh, greetings to Worshipful Brother Harvey Dean over here. So hello, uh, Worshipful Brother. Yeah, we got a great we got a great audience here tonight. Thank you to everyone who's watching the show. Uh, a lot of people here showing support for you guys, uh, which is great to see. Um, I want to stop really quick. I want to hit our news segment, Mitchell. We're going we're gonna to do the news really quick, and then we'll, we'll kind of come back and wrap up the show. Um, our sure. news is once again brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. If you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com today, you can sign up to become an official ambassador. And while you're at it, head over to their Facebook group, the McAuliffe Ambassadors Group, and join to smoke and socialize with all of your fellow ambassadors. Uh, this week from General, um, do you know you know the brand Chillin' Moose, right? Yes, I've heard of Chillin' Moose, yep. Yeah, so Chillin' Moose uh, will introduce the Shady Moose, Connecticut Shade Blend. Uh, March is going to charge in like a moose. Chillin' Moose and its beefy sidekick, Bull Moose, will soon welcome a Connecticut cousin called Shady Moose. A new line of cigars made with an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, a first for the Chillin' Moose franchise. Shipping to retailers on March 1st, Shady Moose will launch it as a full-time line with three new sizes, including the first Toro for the growing Chillin' Moose trio. Handcrafted in Honduras at the Hatsa factory, Shady Moose is a six-country blend wrapped in Ecuadorian Connecticut with a Mexican binder and a selection of long filler tobacco from the U.S., Colombia, the Dominican Republic, and Nicaragua. 
The mellow to medium body blend is stout-hearted with a slightly spicy white pepper notes balanced by hints of earth, wood, and cream. So keep an eye out for that at your local forged general cigar retailer. Or as always, you can always head over to, I think, twoguyscigars.com carries this brand, but I'm not sure. Yeah, um, not, nothing better than a, than a moose chilling in the shade, eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a majestic sight. A moose yeah, you probably see shade. you probably see more moose up there than we do, dude. <laughs> meese meese as I think they are pronounced um, as it was a moose. plural as a plural thing. I don't know. We'll have to Google that later. But uh, but uh, it's definitely not moose is. No, I know that or meese as as plural, like deer. But, uh, deer is like a, a deer or multiple deer. I thought it was that. Yeah, I don't know. I Isn't the moose maybe... like the national animal of Canada? No, the beaver is. Ah. The beaver. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the beaver. But uh, no, I've never seen a moose. They're actually quite rare. Um, and they are they can be extremely aggressive and massive. They they ain't so chill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Except no. when they're in the shape. I've never encountered one, but I've been told. Hey, you don't want to. I was told I've by someone bears. who lives in Maine, right? They were like, if you are driving down the road and, and you see a moose, like, and you know you're going to hit the moose, they're like, don't slow down. If anything, speed up as fast as you can and try to blow through it. And I was like, why? And they were like, and, and this is what this person told me. I don't know. I don't live in moose country. They said the, the mentality is the faster you just blow right through it, hopefully you get through to the other side. If you slow down and that thing collapses on top of you, you're a goner. Um, I mean, unless you're in like a, a big vehicle, but if you're in like a small car, I mean, you, you want to try to, and, and you know that there's no way to avoid it. You're going to hit it. Like at least try to blow the legs out and get through it. Cause if you, if you hit it and it's like stop and it falls on you, it's probably going to crush you. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't live in moose country, but that's what I was I don't told. Know. We'd, we'd have to send that one to Mythbusters. <laughs> um, you know, while we're here, let, let's, let's touch on the other, on the other thing too. Uh, just really quickly. Um, we did announce earlier this week that we're going to be doing our third annual Cigar Family Charitable Foundation raffle that I, I talked about a little bit earlier. So very excited about that. Mostly just going to um, <clears throat> uh, we're just announcing this right now. It doesn't begin. It doesn't begin until March seventeenth at nine a.m. Um, I know that a lot of people have, have asked about you know the timing and being with the Great Smoke. It's it's, it's a six week thing. It's not a it's not a one day thing. Oh. It's not a weekend thing. Yes. Uh, this will be running for six weeks. Um, it will end April. Oh, man, the end date always is the 25th or the 24th? Uh, 26th. It'll end on the 26th. That's a Wednesday. At 5 p.m., it'll stop taking tickets or general donations. Uh, last year, I don't know if anyone who remembers, it was only tickets. This year, you can buy tickets, as many as you want, whatever you want. You also have the opportunity to just make a general donation if you don't want to participate in the raffle, but you want to donate. There's a general donation option. Um, so that will be there as well. That night on the 26th is a regular show night, and we're still working on who will be on the show and what the celebration will be. But we'll be doing the, you know, the big reveal show again. We'll announce everyone who has prizes and following the show. Uh, for those who didn't see it or hear it or whatever, uh, the emails will go after the show, letting you know whether you were picked and what you got or if you were not selected. So you should know either way whether you won or not. Um, in your email, once again, if you when you when you donate, you should get an, uh, a link. So always check for your email after. You should get a link that allow you to share. It's unique to you. 
And if you share that link and other people use that link to buy raffle tickets or make a donation, you will get, I think it's, I don't remember exactly what it is. I think it's, it's one of those, depending on like what you spend, like for however many tickets they buy, uh, you get so many tickets for free. So the more you share and the more people donate through your link towards the overall, the more raffle tickets you get for free uh, for a chance to win. So that's a good way if there's some stuff in there that you really want to win. Um, sharing that link is, is key because, you know, some people, you know, even though it's it's a charity and whatnot, people only are able to donate so much, but they want to have more tickets. So it's a great way to get more tickets for free. Um, definitely. definitely check that out. You can also text SMKTAB to 855-202-2100. That's SMKTAB to 855-202-2100. And that will also get you the link to the raffle way, the website, or right to your phones. So you can just click it and go. But the website is go.rallyup.com slash smoking tobacco 2023. That's go.rallyup.com slash smoking tobacco 2023. If you head over to smoking tobacco.com, you can also find the link up on the top bar under Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser. Um, and there's a link for 2023. You also can go and click 2022 and you can see what we did last year. The same page can pop up, it's closed, but you can see all the information. Uh, Mitchell, this is your first year being on board with this, so um, I I don't know if you knew this, but I actually donated last year. Even I know you. Well, I know you donated. I, I would have had a very hard time getting the cigars to me if I won anything, or if I won anything, it semi big. It would have been hard, but I was just kind of like, I I need to donate to this, and um, yeah. Well, now you're ineligible. I know. Well, <laughs> well, you can still donate. But, you can still donate in the general, but you're disqualified yeah. from prizes because, I mean, now you're part of the team. So it's you yeah. Know. That's you know, it's this is <laughs> this is probably better, right? I I get to I get to spread the word. I get to um, try to help raise as much money as possible on my end, and hopefully get some Canadians involved in it. You know, and tell them that it's not a lost cause if they if they get picked. There's ways we can get them stuff. So um, at least try our best to. Yeah, we, we got this question last year. People asked, you know, are international donations accepted? As much as I love and appreciate it, last year we ran into some logistical issues with that. So I'm, I'm really trying not to, only just because of international shipping That's and fair. all of that. Um, exactly. Again, I, I really appreciate it, and I'd love to. But after last year and some issues I had after, I'm trying to avoid that this year. I, unless you got okay. something – unless you got something – very special and unique reach out to me and talk to me first we'll we'll, we'll we'll look into it but um i know that was a question also can winners be picked who live outside the u.s you know i'm gonna tell you <laughs> i'll say yes because you know what i don't want to discourage anyone from from donating uh and, and participating in the raffle but what i will say is just have patience with us if you do get picked uh, because shipping whatever you win to you, you know, could take exactly. longer or whatever. So uh, that's definitely something to uh, just bear in mind is it might take longer or whatever. Um, so just, you know, remember that. But if you don't want to be in the raffle, you can always just generally donate as well. Uh, but whatever you want to do, I, I you know, I, it is open to everybody. So I will say that. It's a great that. cause too. Yeah, I will say that. So, and Mitchell, you actually mentioned that you have something that you might be putting in there as well. Yeah, I actually just picked them up today um, for the raffle. I'm putting in some CAO Borealis. It's a Canadian exclusive. 
Uh, I think it is technically a regular production, but it's not like huge production since they use a tobacco from Canada inside it. So um, it's it's grown it's grown in Canada and it's uh, it's a Canadian exclusive. So that will be up for grabs, and I might throw in a little bit something else too, maybe some Canadian whiskey, um, something again hard to hard to find in the U.S. that that we can get up here. Maybe some maple syrup. Ooh, ooh. I like a good maple some, syrup. That's some grade A, high quality, dark Canadian. brown maple syrup, <laughs> fresh from my maple tree in the back. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a maple tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, that's that's what's up for grabs. Um, I'm sorry, that's what's going on. Up for grabs is uh, a lot of things so far. The ones that I that have been made public are uh, some stuff from the Opus X Society. Uh, LaFleur Dominicana's stuff is not posted on the site yet, but I can tell you there's going to be some Andalusian bowls. There's going to be some of the canvases. I think so, I think John said and he's going to be mad at me if I say the wrong thing, but whatever. Uh, I'm <laughs> he's sorry, He's always John. mad at you anyways. He is. He's always <laughs> mad at me. He's always going to next to grind. <laughs> um, I think some of the ashtrays that they do, I think, are going to be included in that. We haven't really finalized it, but I, he mentioned some stuff, so... Uh, LFD is going to have some really cool stuff. There's some stuff from Rumor One. Uh, Pete Johnson from Tatawahi said he's going to do kind of a mystery pack that Ooh. he's going to put together. Um, so we don't know the specifics on that yet. Um, he confirmed that he's involved, but he's going to put something together. So something unique and really from cool. Pete's good. Yeah. So if you know Pete Johnson, you know Tatawahi, you know it's going to be cool. So it's going to be a mystery pack. So only the winner will find out in the end. Um, uh, Rabbit Air has donated an A2 air purifier unit. We'll have prizes from Cigar Coop, J.C. Newman, Red Meat Lovers Club, Drew Estate, Agnor Salif, uh, and uh, from our friends at Smoke In. Uh, one item that I think a lot of people are going to be really interested in is a box of 10, the the original box of 10 of the 2021 Great Smoke Opus X from the Great Smoke a few years ago. That, that um, might be the biggest prize. It, so far it is. So far it is. Last year we had some pretty big stuff, but and it's still early. I don't know who's going to top that. It's still early, but I think that might be the big one so far. Uh, so that that's definitely up for grabs too. So thank you to our friends at Smoke In uh, for generously donating that to the cause. So like I said, March is when we kick off. Now, what I will say is maybe I will start it early, depending on you know if once I get everything finalized, if everything is a hundred percent ready to go early, and people are waiting for it and people keep asking me about it i might open it up early i don't know we'll see we'll find out we'll find out so uh march 17th is definitely the date as of right now but if anything it might start early but definitely no later so i will tease that if i get enough of a demand and it's ready to go i don't know maybe we'll start a couple weeks early we'll see remains to be seen Anyway, let's get back to our guests. I don't want to uh, to leave yes, them out in the dark for too definitely. long. I have to find my here it is. I've almost I've almost perfected hosting the show without Nicole. I'm like You know, you're doing great. You're doing better every single week, honestly. It's becoming much more, you know, not pressing random buttons anymore. I know. She did she did pretty good making sure I uh, I understood everything cuz you know, to be honest with you, from the beginning she was always doing it for me um so that I could always just focus on everything else and like now I'm I'm doing the double duty like Coop does. Although I will say Coop doesn't have the interface like we do. With well, you know, I'm, I'm here to help out. Ask some of the tough questions. Yeah, I know. You're my tech support guy. Um, but Fouad and Romy, um, you know, thank you for thank you for hang, hanging in there with us. But um, um, as we get towards the end of the show, I'm getting caught up with some of the comments here. Sorry. 
um, as we get towards the end of the show. First of all, I want to thank you both for being here. I want to thank you guys for everything you have done, not only for the, in the in the industry, but for everyone outside of the industry. Um, you guys have an amazing story. You're an amazing couple. You guys have amazing people that you work with, who work for you. Um, you guys have certainly accomplished a lot, and I sincerely wish you the best as you guys continue on this journey of growing your brand and all of your other uh, efforts that you do in the community. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, Matt, if you send me your uh, your address, I will send something for the raffle also. I think you guys already. Oh, you. I think you guys are already uh, in. I think Rod actually set that up. Um, yeah, I already... he sent he sent the box, but I will send you something special. Ah, okay. Thank you very much. We really appreciate that. I, I, hate, I, I hate when Pete Johnson's doing something special, so I have to. Beat <laughs> oh, Pete! Oh, Pete! Um, it's, a good, it's a good thing to to create this kind of uh, competition, a competitive way of, of approaching uh, the of donations. That's great. You, you just kind of fun competition. See, Romy's got the right idea. This is, you know, this is what makes it more fun, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, see, these guys are amazing. They're already getting into the spirit of it. I love this. You guys are great. Um, <clears throat> but no, seriously, thank you guys for being here. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, let us know about or say that we didn't cover tonight? Anything we, we left out before we sign off the show? No, no. Well, we just invite people, uh, whomever. Uh, I mean, Hiram and Solomon cigars. It's a cigar made for everyone, not just for the Masons. The idea is that they're a Masonic cigar for the Masons only. It's, that's not true. It is for everybody to enjoy. That's why we have the hashtag Everyone's Cigar. Uh, we invite everyone to discover our secrets, to smoke the cigars, because every cigar that they smoke, part of that goes to charity. And at the same time, we're, we're, we're sure that we have something in, in the profile that appeals to everyone's uh, palate. Absolutely. Thank you so much for all the hard work you guys are doing also to expose us, to, to, to keep everyone in the loop in the same image that we are trying to reach as much people as possible. And shows like this are always, we're always more than happy to participate and and, and have this discussion and uh, also all the followers they need to know more about the brand the people behind it the hard-working uh, people that are part of the family also so yeah thank you so much yeah absolutely and like i best, said this uh, was best wishes for nicole yep but best wishes to nicole for a safe landing so <laughs> yeah she um she's we're we're just we're almost outside the first trimester so she's uh She's got a little bit of ways to go, but uh, we're definitely excited. So uh, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a journey to say the least. Um, and I know she, I know she's watching. What was that, Romy? I said we're gonna have the mascot of the show, the baby. Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people you know made the joke. You know, I we I proposed to her at PCA twenty one. We got married at PCA twenty two, and everyone kept joking like, "Is the baby gonna come?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no." But um, the you know the baby ended up coming sooner than we thought so uh, but i don't think it's gonna land at pca we, it we're not due till i think the end of august so i think we're gonna just miss the trade show so well, uh, best no. of luck i hope you're not <laughs> you're not gonna name Corojo or uh, maduro or something no 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 no. <laughs> yeah. the, no the baby we 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 know the gender of the baby we know the name already but we're keeping that to ourselves until the end so 
Uh, and no, it will not be. It, it will not be scar related. I promise. Um, but we're but we're very excited. We're very excited. So, but thank you guys. Uh, we appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you guys at PCA later this year. It's it, like I said, it's always a pleasure to see you guys. So, uh, thank you for sure being here. Be it should be an email with an address. Matt is already texting him to tell him send me the address. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. already on it. <laughs> it'll be it'll be super fun to uh, get to meet you guys in person at PCA. I'll definitely be there as well. So looking, looking forward, looking forward. I'll see you soon in Canada, Quinto. Oh, and also, yeah, if you guys if you guys are ever up here, up in uh, the west coast of Canada, just send me a send me a text, send me an email. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll host you guys for sure. I, I know lots of places we can hit up and some places we can smoke and, and stay warm. Well, definitely. And again, like I said, maybe not us. First thing will be there. Our cigars will soon be there. So for the Canadian uh, smokers, soon we're going to have our cigar. And before I let you go, where can people go to find out more information about you and all of your other things that you do? HiramSalamCigars.com. Uh, you can join our uh, Facebook page, uh, Hiram and Solomon Friends. Uh, on Instagram, uh, everywhere we post everywhere. And uh, and you guys are doing a great job also spreading the word and spreading the all the news that we, we're always updating. And you guys are there always. Thank you so much. Again. Yeah, absolutely. And that's our job. You know, that's why we're here. You know, we uh we we help we help get the word out. So, uh, thank you for helping us help you. I'm uh, glad to be a part of it. But, guys, that's going to be our show for this week. Thank you for everyone that's watching at home. If you're listening later, thank you. Don't forget to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and everywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean. Um, hit that subscribe button. Download the episodes. It helps us grow, and uh, you get to listen to some great shows. Spare Notes will be back this Saturday night. Myself, Mitchell, and William Cooper, what is now being the Holy Trinity, uh, we'll be back on Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for another round of Spare Notes. Coop's going to talk to us all about his trip to Puro, to Puro Sabor in Nicaragua. And maybe we'll get into some other things as well. Um, but for now, stay tuned. Head over to SmokeItTobacco.com for more news and information from the cigar industry, cigar reviews, as well as for more information on our Cigar Family Charitable Foundation fundraiser. And we'll see you on Saturday night. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you for spending your time with us at Smokin' Tobacco. Please remember to like and subscribe for more episodes and content. And as always, visit SmokinTobacco.com for news and updates from the cigar industry.